0: Drive-by Cinema Three nachos
1: and a foaming
0: thermos of fun
1: Welcome and hello. This is episode 15 of Drive-by Cinema. I'm Rick and your host with me is Paul. Hi Paul. Yes Paul. Hello Paul. Uh, sorry I'm talking to myself again.
0: Uh, yes, I'm Paul and this is Richard and uh, settle in now for... Uh, Right At Your Door, which is the movie that we're talking about this week, are we not, Richard?
1: It's a very topical time to be doing this as we enter Lockdown 2, the return of Lockdown. I know we've announced multiple different lockdown periods before, but they were just regional things, weren't they? They weren't really lockdowns for some reason, I don't know why. No, this is a real nationwide lockdown number two.
0: Or Lockdown light. In some in some respects.
1: Why? What can you do that I wasn't aware oh, you could do?
0: Plenty of things you can do now that you couldn't do before, such as, like for example,
1: you can meet a friend outside. You could do that in lockdown one, couldn't you? Don't think you could do now. As long as you stayed two meters away. Oh,
0: surely you don't also. You can also go outside for reasons that are not not exercise or shopping now. But oh you can right. Just go outside to relax. That's kind of exercise, though, isn't it? It is, but you, you can meet a friend for a coffee, whereas previously you weren't allowed to do that in, in the first lockdown. And So that's are going really? for, where are you
1: going for coffee? There's no no restaurants open. There are. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah so you can take you... out coffee, yeah, and you can meet and someone stand on, on the street, street in the middle of October. And drink coffee together. Yeah, it's November, yeah. actually. What am I saying? It's November. It was.
0: So, I mean, with this in mind... Yes... With this in mind, right at your door would imply there are ghosts at the door from Halloween. And so it's very topical. We need to close the door, hunker on down, and slap on this wonderful video right at your door. No, Google it's topical
1: because he shows you how to lock down properly, doesn't he? But before we get onto that, as is so well, often the case, we have to talk about corrections, omissions, and listener feedback.
0: Oh, now, where are we starting there? From, from, as far as I can tell, I made no glaring errors last week, and I don't think you did either, so... Perfection. What is... No,
1: I did make a glaring error last week. Did then. you? Yes, and you pointed it out. Oh, I published the episode under the wrong film name. <laughs> I put it out as episode well, it, 14, right at your door, didn't I? An easy mistake. An easy mistake to do. It do is. You know, it's... Thank you for this saying that, because yeah. I've been trying to get ahead of myself and pre-write the episode descriptions, and, you know, then I put them up on the site, and then I just upload the file when we've edited it. Uh, But I came a cropper. It made me screw up. Yeah.
0: So, correction number one, done and dusted. You did a boo-boo with the upload.
1: Yes. How did you get on, Paul? Oh, you said you did nothing wrong.
0: I I, I think I achieved almost angelic levels of, of,
1: of perfectitude, I think, last week. Well, okay, so. moving swiftly on then. We do have listener Ah, from Okay. <laughs> from whom? Uh well, as you can probably guess, it's Alistair. Alistair. Hi Alistair. He wants to um make a case, I think, for our for... being a better movie than we give it credit for. And he's welcome to do that. Uh, so, what in I his did own time, I, I invited him on his him own property <laughs> to come onto the podcast and do it directly with us. Yes! Yes! But, He's only yes. going to do that after he's rewatched the movie. Which I mean, oh. hats off to him. That really would entitle him to any privilege. I think. Well, Alistair, I would say anytime, <laughs> anytime, gloves or no gloves, come along. I think that's generally true for our listeners as well. If you have to lay down the gauntlet there, yeah. If you have a coherent case to make for one of the movies that we've disparaged, then we will entertain <laughs> discussing it uh, with with us on the Although, podcast.
0: Let's let's be honest. I mean, we do choose these movies quite often based on preli- pre- preliminary preliminary con- uh, a pre- preliminary consideration is just how awful they are. So, I'm, I'm not saying he's trying to defend the indefensible, but. By all means, well, come along and tell us, well, Alistair, what on earth is wrong with what we said about Aya? Well,
1: Oof. speaking of defending the indefensible, I think yes. you'll hear the sound of the sting music before we start talking about this week's film title. Here it comes.
0: So it's time to stop sporting our oak, close the double doors, close the inner door, put down the latch... Look up from inside, double lock it, and settle <laughs> down for right at your door. Whatever's there, I don't know. Well, we find out. It transpires its it's germs, isn't it?
1: This movie is all about a, a married couple, a husband and wife, and they live in LA, in the suburb somewhere, I think, and a dirty bomb, or several dirty bombs, not really clear, gets set off downtown LA. Sequentially, progressively, yeah. Is that is that right? Is it more than, yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, there's one, then there's another, and then there's another kind. As a consequence of this, some kind of uh, material is released, which is presumably very harmful, and the population are told to lock down. And we know that idea all too well, don't we? But these people are supposed to do it for real. Now, she's gone off to work very modern, Paul. No wonder you didn't like this film. She's gone off to work leaving him... (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Sorry, you're trying to provoke me successfully, but continue, Rich. Leaving him at home. And so whilst he's there at home, this happens. uh, He realises something bad has happened. And he's obviously, he's terribly uh, conflicted. He's being told to lock all the doors, close the windows and barricade yourself in. But his wife... Is out, gone to work, not at home, and he just walking
0: away, earning a living.
1: Yes, but then the gardener from the next door neighbors shows up, and he says he can't get in anywhere. Can he come and stay here? So he's got company, yeah. and it's the gardener who tells him, "Well, really, we need to start locking this house down because we don't mm. want to die." That's ironic, though, isn't it? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> well, I, look, I don't want to draw parallels to an election that has just happened. Okay, but. Uh, So Trump and Biden blah 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 election last week but look at this okay so Trump yeah decides to build a wall to keep the Mexicans out (laughs) here we've got somebody who's working casually and therefore let's assume illegally he comes into the house yeah and then decides to build a wall to keep other people out I mean if I was Trump I would say that that's plainly quite cheeky isn't it you know the hired help decided to keep other people out
1: I mean it's just rude I mean now, this movie is set in a different era. This is 2000 and... I think it's Six. 2006, yeah? Yeah. It's before the iPhone. No smartphones. Yeah. Did you see this, the uh, flip phone that they had? Oh!
0: Yeah, and of course, they're listening to quite a lot of radio as it transpires throughout Yeah, the they series.
1: had no television in the house. Yeah. I, I was thinking hip- about that. They were hipsters. Oh, it's pre-hipster, really, isn't it? Hipsters only really started appearing. I think it's simpler than that, Paul. This movie is made on a budget. And they I couldn't afford a TV. I, I think no, it's not the TV. They didn't want to afford having to make lots of fake news broadcasts to put on the TV. because <laughs> they'd need to double the number of actors oh, or something that dude. they had. Like.
0: This is true. Okay, so this movie is actually a British movie uh, made
1: for is it? I
0: don't, yeah, about well, British written, British produced, and oh god, yeah, <laughs> and bought for three million dollars at the 2006 Sundance Festival. And what I liked about this, therefore, is it's an ethical choice for me. You know, I'm living in the UK. I buy uh, a UK film, a locally sourced film. The bytes of data have less to travel to my computer. I'm I'm doing good for everybody, aren't I?
1: That's true. Yeah, that. that, I think it's not just jingoistic patriotism. No, not at all. No, it's a shame that the movie's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, slow
0: down. Look, okay, so uh, let's introduce the characters. Lexi is played by Mary McCormack. Uh, Brad is played by Rory Cochrane. And Tom Perez, who apparently was famous for Scarface, plays somebody else. Oh, he plays the Mexican home help. Okay, so, and it's only 90 minutes long, which in itself is... Not salvation, but, but but perhaps a blessing.
1: It feels much longer, though, doesn't it? It does, rather,
0: yeah. So I think it now comes to me to point out my doodle measure, which is at what point do I start doodling and how far do my doodles progress while I'm watching... i well, so essentially in employment, watching these movies. And the doodles here began uh, at zero hours and eight minutes. Yes. Okay. So it doesn't that bode was, well, does it?
1: I think... Is that about the time where... The Mexican gardener is saying, hey, we should seal up the house now. And he's going, oh, yeah, but my wife's out there. I don't want to seal the house. What, as if she came back no, and knocked on the no, door?
0: No, it, what, But if
1: she came back and knocked on the door and they'd sealed it up, couldn't they just go, oh, hi, honey, yeah, I'll just open the door. Right now, let's seal it up again. <laughs> I think it we're going to get there? into that. But
0: uh, I think it was when we got the first shot, and maybe only shot of the skyline, uh, of the bombs being uh, plumes of cloud uh, ascending over the city. That's it, you see. But interesting about my doodles is uh, they don't just stop. And by the last page, I've actually drawn a highly idealised naked man with extremely large and large genitalia. I don't know why or how. Because, it, I mean, it's not related to the theme of the film. There was, a, there was a constant pace to it. Like, it never really... There were no lulls and there was no real uh, real action, was there? It was just... Constant constant barrage of radio reports.
1: You don't in this movie you don't really get to see the nature of the the bombs, do you? The dramatic event that precipitates this whole thing.
0: Well, no, it was made on a budget and and and, and, and very it was a very budgetary approach they took to to directing the movie. To the but- extent that any anything any action isn't actually visually represented all we get is radio reports it's it's kind of like it's like a radio play with with some people in a room listening to a radio play that's, that's right really... there's a,
1: only one set and it's that house the in house the, like, suburbs that's yeah. it and there's only three actors. well there's some <sighs> some other sort of extras there's there? a few yeah yeah people playing cops but that's about it you do get though you do get, I think this is in flashback later, the wife was driving around in a, a convertible, was that right? Because oh, yeah. when the bomb goes off, she winds up with somebody's severed hand <laughs> in, right. in a lap. That's the only clue that we have of a violent explosion apart from those clouds of smoke, but I'm sure it's normal anyway in LA.
0: So yeah, in terms of effects or, or action scenes, that's it really, clouds of smoke and, and somebody's severed, severed hand. And to the extent that you might say pivotal characters are her brother and her parents uh, who, you know, want to see if she's okay throughout the movie. All we get is phone calls from them. We don't actually see these people at all. So so it's very strange, really. I don't know what they spent all the money on, I guess, on the
1: actor's wages, yeah? Well, we've talked about this before, but again, in the event of a disaster, it's probably quite – I mean, I think there was a moment where he couldn't get through on the phone. But then later on, it was absolutely fine. But in the event of national emergency type disasters, I think there's generally a policy that they shut down public communications so that government officials and, uh, you know, key people can use the telephone network. Wow. So that's certainly the policy that I'm led to believe is in place in the United Kingdom. I think they triggered it when, you know, the Grand National, when there was some kind of terrorist threat. Um. Do you yeah. ever remember that? Or were you not, no. maybe you weren't in the country when that happened. I'm unaware of that, yeah. No, well, I think they triggered the uh, that scheme at that time. Wow. But, uh, yeah, so uh, unrealistic, probably, portrayal of telephone use during a, a national disaster of that kind.
0: There's a counterpoint. You know, they set off. The first eight minutes or so are just them preparing for a day of work and normality, and then, of course, everything changes. So the first eight minutes are really just there to set up a tone that's going to contrast with the rest of the movie. So let's ignore the first eight minutes. And so then we get the bomb. Brad heads out to save his girlfriend's
1: wife Lex, doesn't he doesn't see. He doesn't head out because that would involve a change of scene, wouldn't it? So what? He, he intends to head out, but doesn't head out. Yeah, he gets persuaded by the gardener to seal the house. Now, this is another way in which this movie is quite different, uh, a different era, because... In those days, it would be normal to have a a drawer full of polythene bags and plastic bags that you could then then duct tape up to the windows and doors. But nowadays, you've got no hope. Bags for life, cotton bags, reusable, recyclable shopping bags. You can't seal up a window with those things, can you? Barely better than a reusable face mask, you
0: know. Exactly. In terms of keeping stuff out.
1: So anyway, there's a car crash. I think No, so you're quite right. He does head out, doesn't he? Because he yeah. goes to the shop where he picks up duct tape. Yes. Now. Ah, now. It, I call it like- duct tape. But it's not. Is it duct tape or is it duct tape? I think it's duct. I think it's the same. I think duct tape is a trademark version duct of tape. duct tape. You're right. But didn't you, weren't you reminded of GTA 5 here? It was Which just the
0: like, radio. He, the radio's on all the time and he's driving around crashing into stuff. So, uh, but that ends quickly because <laughs> I thought it was going to be really good in driving around crashing into stuff. I thought zombies were going to appear and that kind of thing around the back streets of LA. But no, uh, it doesn't. He gets back home and uh, having stopped off at fit. I mean, it's not fit, is it? It's, it's a hardware store. And there's a rogue hoarder in the background. There's an old lady an older lady beginning to hoard shame on you hoarders you see if hoarders even existed in 2006 Hmm. now i don't know what is in the air but it's a
1: deadly toxin alert it's a no you don't know what is in the air and i don't know what is in the air nobody knows what's in the air but in any case the cops close the city down
0: yeah as brad is turning turning around to get home he notices that they decide to shoot somebody who ran away
1: from them so what's different about that from every day Duct tape, oh. but he goes out, doesn't he, to buy yes! duct tape. He well, does he? He doesn't think of that. He only see. Why was he going to the hardware shop? In the he wasn't. I, I'm sure it was a quick fit.
0: It was a quick fit because he went to replace a tire that he burst because the police shot at him or something like that.
1: I don't think they have quick fits in America. Do they? What do you mean they
0: don't have quick fits? Of course they have quick fits.
1: Oh right, okay.
0: It's a, it's a universal brand, isn't it? Quick fit.
1: Well, maybe the British writers of this. Isn't there film an Ian thought, there's an
0: Ian jury song about it?
1: <laughs>
0: from the From the Mountains of Tibet to the suburbs of Kuala Lumpur. Hit me with your quick fit stick. <laughs> Isn't that? Oh, uh, I heard that possible. Oh, Famous misheard lyrics. Look, okay, so yeah, he goes to the hardware stroke quick fit. And what do you call a quick fit? That's not that's not generic. Quick fit's a generic, it's not a generic term, is it? That's a trademark term. A tire fitters. Tire fitters. I'm sure you don't. Know. Garage. 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 Garage, maybe. Garage yeah. is the American. Garage is the British. So, uh, yeah, so he's in there. And like I say, there's a rogue hoarder in the background. Ooh, hiss. Even in 2006, Richard, they had hoarders. Sorry. And yeah, but he goes in there and what does he buy? Duct tape or something?
1: I don't know. Duct tape. Yeah. What's duct tape? No, it's a grey adhesive tape which is used to stick things together. Oh, not VHS of a local pond then. <laughs> duct tape is the trademark of the generic term duct tape, I think. Ah. But so what actually? Ducts are you supposed to tape with duct tape? That's the question, isn't is it? Is that why it's called duct tape? Because you tape ducts with it? I think
0: so, yeah. No. That makes sense, doesn't it? No. I think duct is more as a root Latin term yeah. here, surely. As in okay. leading, a leading tape. It's a tape that leads to other areas. Oh. Like, uh, hmm. like if you stick it to the floor and then shine fluorescent the the things on it, can you not follow it in the dark kind of thing? like a Hansel and Gretel thing. Like Hansel and Gretel, you know, if they had duct tape, it would have been all right. They could have just laid it down and stuck it to the floor as they
1: were walking. Couldn't it? Well, you're part of this cult, aren't you, this, that believes that duct tape is the universal <laughs> tool for anything. It can be used to fix anything in any circumstance. I know
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how it's better
1: than sellotape, however. Well, it's tougher, isn't it? And it's much stickier. The bigger question is, do you know the difference between duct tape and gaffer tape? Well, look, I mean, I
0: have used a lot of duct tape in my time because I was co-joined or enjoined by my father to help with his with his upholstery and joinery business as, as as a as a pubic hair sprouting youth. That's me, not my father. My father wasn't a pubic oh he could have been. He could have been like one of those people that's eternally young, but he wasn't, as it happens. But so, so the duct tape that we used wasn't duct tape. It was the, it was the tape that's black on the outside, almost like it has a, a fabric-y kind of feel, a very thick kind of duct tape. I don't think that's duct tape, is it?
1: No, I don't think it is. I know what you You know mean, what I'm though. talking about? Yeah, it's quite, I do. quite I, a substantial tape. And it's quite it, – and the smell is very distinctive of that. Very smell.
0: distinctive, yeah. And, of course, we would do it when we were spraying legs before we upholstered them on, on 18th century – sofas that people wanted upholstered for lots of money so yeah but so that's not duck sofas yeah we had a lot of jobs where you know people had you know georgian furniture that's worth a lot and they wanted it sensitively reupholstered but keeping the original cushions and stuff like that but with a new fabric kind of thing which is a very skilled job well it's not well you just we just lied to them because you know the actual cushions were just turned to powder inside often so we just put a sponge in. (laughs) <laughs> from, from from where do we to buy the sponge not MFI because they don't sell sponge so you what? just no you just... there was a there was a, a shop that was like do you remember Tommy Balls the shoe shop in Blackburn oh yeah which was like uh, I don't think people I don't think they had these discounts shoe stores outside of Blackburn it's just Blackburn I think I used to go in there it was, it was an old mill or warehouse and they had racks huge wooden racks like trestle racks like a, a, a elongated trestle with three levels, with bars running, horizontal bars running along each trestle. And they used to tie shoes together with a piece of string, pairs of shoes, and hang them over, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there was a very similar copycat store opened in a place called Rosendale. Winfields. Yes. And we used to go and buy the square meterage of uh, upholstery foam in there. And stick it in these expensive sofas and never tell them that we ruined their uh, their heirlooms. But tell anyways. them it was 18th century <laughs> foam rubber. That oh, that's, no, that's proper horsehair in there. You can see how firm it is. So, etc. We haven't changed that at all. you, know, you don't need the horsehair changing. What we've done, we've just padded out with uh, with with some foam. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. <laughs> what were we
1: talking about? Uh, I don't know. Duct tape and its many uses. Yes. No, I was asking you if you knew the difference between. Duct tape and gaffer tape. I don't. Well, we haven't ascertained what this black upholstery tape is called. No. And I'm wondering whether that is gaffer tape. (laughs) Because the thing about gaffer tape is you use it on stage and stuff to keep microphone cables and speaker cables down and stop people tripping over and stuff like that. The thing about gaffer tape is it, it doesn't leave a sticky residue. It's not like super sticky. Right. So you can peel it off the cables and it, they're not covered with gum. Whereas if you use duct tape, that's exactly what you'd have. You'd have just, you know, all the cables. It's very sticky. And yeah. And it would leave the glue behind as well. But gaffer tape doesn't do that. Huh. So you should never go using duct tape inappropriately, especially, you know, in stage stage dressing kind of areas. Oh, I know what duct tape is. It's the more
0: silvery one. Silvery, exactly.
1: Well, that was, that how it was I've never used
0: that. I've never used that. Oh, it's we only really been sometimes in, in, in Reservoir Dogs for sealing up people's mouths, hasn't it? Okay, so the stuff we use in upholstery is actually gaffer tape.
1: Ah, because it peels off without peels leaving off, off yeah, residue. You yeah.
0: sprayed whatever you're doing, that you can peel it off. Do yeah. do whatnot. Also, interestingly, when I helped my dad with the upholstery, is, uh, he was quite old school, and so he refused to use staple gum which meant using, not nails, what's the name for them? Tacks. tacks. And he, he insisted that I learn the upholsterer's way, which was to put a hundred tacks in your mouth, hold them right. in your mouth, because you needed both hands free for, for holding the fabric and the hammer. And then you draw the hammer to your mouth and you sort of spit one between your teeth. And the magnetic hammer will naturally attract the head of the tack. And so it's like hands free, hands-free hammering kind of thing. You use your mouth to hold like 100 100 nails, essentially. With a magnetic hammer. That's
1: cool. Yeah,
0: he had a magnetic head. So you didn't actually have to put the tacks on the hammer. Uh, You just had a mouthful tasting of uh, a very strong iron brew, as you can imagine.
1: Well, he dashes back to his house with all this duct tape. And they can use a load of polythene bags and shower curtains as well, I think hermetically he puts, seal the house. Yeah, he hermetically seals the house, doesn't he? And this is on the basis of instructions they're receiving over the radio from, presumably, from the government. who are telling them that this is what they need to do to avoid whatever the dirty bomb is spreading. But as, a, as I keep saying, they don't really reveal what it is in the dirty bomb that's so dangerous. Listen, okay. So we had
0: radio messages. We had voicemail and we, from each other, Lexi to Brad, on and off. Oh, Lexi said, when you listen to my voice messages, just ignore them. And it's like, well, difficult not to. There's so many of them. and There's no visual supporting them. And phone calls, radio, voicemail and phone calls. It was so much of this movie, wasn't it? A lot of the information was carried through these non-visual media. Uh, why we chose to make a movie about this, I'm not sure. But this is the intriguing thing. Whatever this toxic, uh, this dirty bomb is, and whatever the... They, they refer to it as a, what do they refer to it as? Some sort of deadly toxin, yeah? Whatever it was, I mean, it can't have been that, that's micro, a, a micrometer size, can it? Because, oh, they because, gave the size. I and mean, you can't, they, they talked about 1.5 microns. Well, that's a micrometer, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's really small. And you, I mean, polythene, it would get past the polythene, in the duct tape, wouldn't it? Surely. Because it would get down the chimney. Well, they don't have chimneys, in America, yeah. But it would, it would get through the. It would get through the. Uh, it would somehow get through, wouldn't it? Do you think they could hermetically seal a house anyway? I don't think they could. Could they? Well,
1: spoiler alert. They obviously didn't manage to. Partly because when his wife gets back home, she's mildly upset by being locked out of her own house. While she's apparently. Oh, did we say
0: ahead. that? Did we say that she gets back and he locks her out completely? Yeah, Plus well, he has to, does If you think about it, I mean, Mexican casual labour. Well, I mean, <laughs> would would they have known if you let her in? Would the police or whoever they are have known? Because of course, it's two thousand and six. There aren't. There's not CCTV on every street corner, is there?
1: Is there even CCTV street TV on every street corner in LA now? Because they're quite against that kind. I of I don't thing, know, don't but they?
0: there's a camera. Well, there's a camera on each of our phones, isn't there? Is there, is, is there some override where they can just like view all our visual feeds?
1: Can Big Brother oh. do that? scary it's very big brothery yeah how would they know that he'd let her in well they wouldn't would they now you ask a good question about the size of these things so what is 1.5 microns how big is it and, and exactly. what is it so a typical bacterial, although they vary in size is about one micron really and oh. a, but, but a virus is much smaller than that yes so I think they're implying that it is some kind of bacterial
0: Bacterial warfare. Okay. And
1: well, they do th- mention antibiotics in the film as well. Wow. Okay. Well an N ninety-five
0: mass would very effectively stop bacteria. There's very little bacteria that would get through that. So okay, let's 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 give them this. The hermetic seals on the door and windows would work depending on how American homes are made. I mean, if they've got floorboards, then of course it's all doomed because you can't seal floorboards, can you? But I'm assuming they're cement floors and I'm assuming, you know, that any brickwork is facier and there are cement walls too. The problem here is the roof. I mean, I think American homes, like British homes, are, are roofed with tile or some slate, usually tile, I think. And, of course, there are massive cracks there. So, so I don't know how
1: sealing the house would work the way they did it. It wouldn't work, would it? Moreover, how is this dirty bomb supposed to be yeah. affecting such a large area? Yeah, how would you have so much material in a bomb that you could yeah. spread it so far? That's just not, it's not credible.
0: I don't know. I mean, is it if it's live, could it not be seen as self propagating or
1: Yeah, bacteria that affect humans need humans to thrive in, don't they? So in the air, although you could transmit it in the air if you yeah. spray the material with the bacteria in it, they're not necessarily going to be reproducing in great numbers because there's no, no. presumably they like to live in a human body at human body temperatures mm. and eat something in human beings, don't they? So they're not gonna reproduce very quickly outside of the human body
0: in any case they don't really tell us about about this deadly threat all they say is the lethal nature of the toxin that's all we learn about this toxin i mean so they haven't defined it in any case have they so uh, i think they've left it deliberately nebulous because I, i they didn't want to write this in any accurate way but in any case, we get an advert, a free advert for masking tape and duct tape or potentially gaffer tape.
1: When he gets I back think. to his home and they start doing all this taping up business. Yeah. One of them has got one of those tape dispensers, you know, like a parcel thing where you, <laughs> you put the reel on. The thing about those is you never, ever have one of those when you need one. Have you ever had one of those when you actually needed to tape things up? Like uh, a tape dispenser. One's for parcel tape. You know, you put them on. It's got like a reel on it. And a I've never seen those. Oh right! Wow. Well, they, they do exist. Do people buy them for their homes? It's not yeah, something if, I keep in my home. It, well, if you had the need of using parcel tape a lot, it would be a sensible purchase. The thing about but the otherwise.
0: sellotape dispensers is you always cut your finger on them. Really? For some, yeah, you know the sellotape dispenser where you, you put the reel in the little hol- holster. Yeah,
1: and they've got a little serrated edge. So I front. always
0: cut myself on the serrated edge. It's just it would just be easier to, to to cut it with scissors or my teeth.
1: Paul, I think you. I think you might be using it wrong. I don't think you're supposed (laughs) to put your fingers against the metal bit. You're supposed to pull the tape out, leaving a a safety gap, although I've never known anyone (laughs) to be injured by them. (laughs) Do you have this trouble when you're taking... Opening cans, yes. Kitchen kitchen foil off the kitchen foil roll.
0: Not that one. I do have a similar one, though. Obviously, opening cans, I frequently cut myself on.
1: Cans are lethal. Yeah, but, but they've they got new ones nowadays with like a ring paw on them, don't they? Yes, apart from sweet corn often, unless it's Del Monte. No, the, those serrated edges on tinfoil rolls, they're lethal. Probably Are they? Lethal. Yeah, you should check them out. But carefully, wow. just keep your fingers well clear. So anyway, she
0: gets back. Uh, she gets back to the house uh, and Brad is having trouble playing the Good Samaritan here, isn't he? I mean, he doesn't want to let the Mexican casual labour in but does do. He doesn't, doesn't want to open his house as a safe harbour to to, to neighbours. And then his wife gets back, and he literally like locks her in the dog kennel in the back garden or something. He puts uh, put some and stuff says, outside, And you're just going to leave me out there? In this? <laughs> and he's like... Really? Yes, yes I am.
1: <laughs> I'd like to suggest that this movie is not really about protecting yourself from a dirty bomb or mm. you know bacterial contagion or sealing your house this is really a piece about a husband and his wife having a kind of yeah. domestic isn't it and actually kind of making up to they
0: what are having a big domestic yeah.
1: the issue here is is Make he up, right yeah. is he right to keep her out and save himself or is that ethically and morally inexcusable this
0: is the two train track thing, isn't it? You know, it's a trolleybus can, problem. The two, is it two trolleybuses? There's a trolleybus. It's bus normally going described
1: down as a trolleybus problem, but I'm obviously sorry. it's functionally the same as a train track. So you can, brief you can characterize it that
0: way. So, what a brief exposition is there's, there's a trolleybus or a train coming down the track, and it's going to kill four people, but if you divert it, it's going to kill one person.
1: Yes, that's right. You have control of the points in some way. And
0: so you ask him nephew and you say well you know somebody's gonna die and it's bad if some people die and other people don't and then what does he do he takes the one person moves it with the other four people and has all five people die kind of thing that's the solution i think hey, whose yeah. solution I mean, is that one my nephew yeah oh right and everybody die he's yeah. well yeah. so he's... Uh, i don't know <laughs> 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 i mean here i mean these days will we believe will we believe the radio I mean, there are, there's a lethal toxin out there.
1: Who are these people? Fox fucking News? I mean, what do they know? Well, I- y- now you see, you're cutting to the chase of this movie, aren't you? Mm. Because at the end of the movie, what happens? Well, he's successfully kept his wife outside getting ill. We know she's very badly ill because she has a movie cough. And as you, as you know, <laughs> if you cough in a movie or a television program, you're basically dead. You're going to die.
0: Yes. It's well, she says, "Look, I'm it? dying at some point, does not she? Although she just say it with quite a lot of vigour, implying that she's not nearly dead at all." <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that's right. People who are dying are not quite so vigorous. That's true.
0: So, yeah. but anyway, and and little Timmy, who's this like waif and stray, is being sort of taken in by them in the back garden, in the dog kennel with her.
1: He's not coughing, is he? It's a shame that in this movie, the diversity is represented by by next-door neighbour's gardening help. (laughs) And a kid who apparently can't go home to his real family because, I don't know, I think it's implied that something terrible is happening in his family house, isn't it? Because he gets told to go back home, but they see him on the street a bit later. So he obviously didn't want to do that. Anyway, Brad
0: doesn't really grapple with the moral dilemma presented of letting his wife in the house. He does uh, grapple he's just with it. Like, he no, grapples no, by no, he's crying. On. outside.
1: I've never just seen it. so much man crying going on. He's basically anyway. teary-eyed for the entire film.
0: Yeah, but he just doesn't let her in at all, does he? There's no point where you think, oh, he's going to let her in and and, and, and endanger him and the casual labour from next door. No, that's Look. at one point she breaks a window and nearly gets in. But he's, well, he's... Did, I mean, she could come in if she wanted to, couldn't she? I mean, she could like just break the window and come in. But...
1: Yeah, I think she recognises that what he's doing as an act of self-preservation, but it, you know, you would do that for a loved one, wouldn't you? And I don't hmm. think you would ask someone you loved... To sacrifice himself just so, you you, you can- well
0: she kind of does doesn't she? She, she kind of wants she's like, catch she, she, at one point she's like, well let me in you know like, like how can you do this to me, having known knowing at that point that she would probably kill both of them by, by coming in because. At this point, they do actually they, they expound a little bit from the lethal nature of the toxin to say that it's an unrecognizable viral strain. So it's not bacteria, it's a viral strain that they're talking Oh, so about.
1: the antibiotics are going to do nothing. I didn't pick up on that.
0: Yeah. So the antibiotics are, are they Useless. being dispensed by, by what? By, by crop
1: sprayer? Are they just
0: dropping needles? Well, this into- is it,
1: isn't it? This is the thing about this movie. At the end of the movie, it transpires yeah. that everything that he's been doing, Sealing his house up and stuff has caused, they say something like it's caused the perfect sort of breeding ground for, <laughs> for, for this thing, this <laughs> organism to. Oh, ironies of ironies. So it turns out at the end that by following the instructions, he has doomed himself. He's committed himself to a, a grisly death and they seal his house up in a fumigation cover thing. Which is presumably the other expense that this film had on its uh, filming budget. You know, try and seal it up completely. So whatever is now super deadly inside his house can't escape anymore. And then they 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 they, they fumigate it, don't they? Oh yeah, that's right. They start pumping stuff in, in inside, don't they? And he tries to run outside and escape without even opening the uh, fumigation cover. They club him with a with a rifle. And that's it. That's the end of the film. He's on the ground in his fumigating house and his wife's outside, I guess she's going to be okay because she survived the entire film with a bit of a cough, admittedly, but Seemingly, I think she's going to be all right. I think Brad deserves to die because about 40 minutes oh, yeah. in, he,
0: well, he deserves to die anyway. But uh, for one particular reason, about 40 minutes in, he decides to come home and clean himself by pouring neat bleach all over himself
1: and doesn't <laughs> suffer burns incredibly. That's the Donald Trump school of medicine there, isn't it? They probably picked that one up. But probably. he's
0: perfectly fine
1: afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because I have a
0: confession to make. Uh, oh. Because, I don't know, but 10 years ago, because of some indiscreet fling that I had, I kind of got, <laughs> I got, I got crabs, right? I got crabs. And uh, I never had them before, never had them since. And it was such a strange thing to have, because it's incredible how quickly they multiply across your body kind of thing. And I was abroad and I was actually in the Philippines. No, where was I? It's in Thailand. I didn't really speak the local language. So uh, all I knew was to buy a bottle of Dettol and I diluted it to kind of like close disinfecting levels. And showered in it, you know, I poured a big bucket over, over my head and stung my eyes in the process, but just doused myself in death. And that was exceptionally painful and damaged my skin and possibly could have been toxic, I think. I could have had skin toxicity issues, but I washed off pretty quickly. And, of course, the crabs went. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to go for the cream and powder. Just wash yourself <laughs> in death. would be my advice for people. They went completely... Uh, please do not
1: take this advice. Yes, please do
0: not touch yourself in Dettol. I'm sure it's really dangerous. and There are some toxicity issues, skin toxicity issues involved. But that was Dettol. It was really painful. Uh, and, and he poured neat bleach on himself. And he's fine. I don't get it. How, how could they let that in? It just makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Well, I think we're at the stage where it's time to start giving scores, starting with the science that we're talking about here. Well, a
0: very undefined threat viral bacterial how does it propagate you know surely on the radio they 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 would have caught some samples and started to study it and over i guess we're in the house what two or three weeks there would have been some announcements that would have implied how the plot developed and also i didn't really see much of a lexicon of lockdown vocabulary tactics, like in, like you're getting ten clover for your lane with John Goodman. He, you know, he's got he's got everything down. You know, he's distilling his own whiskey. You know, he's sealed up this. He's got this kind well, of they, generator. Guy, they're not preppers.
1: I know, they but this they, they all on-
0: But they should have quickly become preppers. I, I wanted to see more prepper science involved here. So unsatisfying, in that respect
1: at the risk of turning this podcast into like a guide for terrorists. It seems to me it's going to be quite difficult to make a dirty bomb of this kind. Spreading biological agents is a big problem. I mean, there's plenty of research that goes into biological warfare kind of agents like anthrax. Yeah. It's actually quite difficult to have a big impact on a wide area with that kind of stuff because you have to develop some clever way of spreading it around. If you put most biological things in a bomb... Yeah. you'd most likely just presumably just kill them when the thing exploded, wouldn't you? I think you would, yeah. So you have to have, you know, sprays like crop dusters. And, and even then, you know, how, you'd have to keep going backwards and forwards over the area, wouldn't you, hundreds of times? It's, so for this reason, I think the dirty bomb that's normally described as a potential fear is a radiological yeah. one. It's it can, it's a bomb that's, it's not an atomic bomb. It's just a bomb that contains radioactive materials. When the bomb goes off, those materials get spread over city block or whatever, because it's basically impossible to clean it all up. You know, you might render that area unusable for a period of thousands of years, however long the half-life is. Mm -hmm. You know, in the same way... There is a Scottish Scottish island,
0: isn't there, where they've tested anthrax and you still can't go there, I think.
1: Yes. Okay, that's true. But how did they get the anthrax on the island? I don't, I don't know that sh- much about it, actually. I'm not sure
0: we're allowed to know about that.
1: But, <laughs>
0: yeah. So so the science, I'm, I'm sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't really
1: good or, presence, or there mostly.
0: <laughs> yes, it wasn't good or there. So uh, perhaps my lowest score ever, but I'm a 1.5, a desolter 1.5. I'm sorry for the science.
1: How about yeah, the biggest crime here, I think, is this, this whole idea that he follows the government advice – and it winds up killing him because uh, surprise, it got in anyway. I think and, it's supposed
0: oops. to be a twist, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's a, that's right. And it's maybe that's not a science problem though. The science is bad. What was the good science in it? Well mm. no, come on, Rich. I mean, like the dust
0: that is supposed to be infected is outside anyway, and he's inside. How does a wall and a roof? How does that change? the ability for this stuff to breed. It's oh, not- it starts coming down, doesn't it? It falls down like it's It's nonsense. Forgotten it. Yeah, it's everywhere. So the yeah. idea that somehow this is the perfect storm of conditions to make it propagate inside the house rather than outside, it's just silly, to be honest with you, isn't it? Yeah, it? it is silly. I'll it's- give it a one-two. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm a 1.5, but that's pretty low. Okay. Uh, on to plot and storyline and whatnot. What did you think about it all?
1: This is hopeless, isn't it? We have no idea. I guess we're not supposed to care why someone let off a dirty bomb in downtown LA, other than no. the obvious reasons. Well, we don't know. So, really, this is just a story about the characters. Yeah. And we don't get much of it, do we? We don't. I mean, he just cries Mother. a lot. We and... don't see the
0: main some of the some of the, some of the supporting characters. Mother and brother Justin are there by voicemail or, or phone call, and that's it, really. And he got the gardener who's just a cypher. And the little boy. And then the little boy, the little black kid turns up and then he's dragged away by the wife's friend, Rick, to go to the children's hospital. Why? What is all that about? (laughs) Just this random occurrence. Oh, Oh, this friend who I don't really like called Rick turns up and uh, he's a bit dangerous. He's going to take the kids to the children's hospital. I'm going to go with him. And then she comes back after this all fails. Like, why? That's just to get rid of, of, of the kid from the story, isn't it? So it didn't gel and it wasn't cohesive. So a four
1: for me. Oh, also, well, I'll give it a three. Oh, wow. Gosh, you've been tougher than I am today. Well, this movie was terrible. and uh, and it was my choice as well wasn't it what about the
0: special effects richard and the action
1: well second hand we had a car chase
0: we had radio and car driving before gta 5 was gta 3 was released
1: potentially i suppose there's some cgi when we look out over the the vista of the city and we see the smoke rising don't think it is
0: i think it's just Two sets of videos into into spliced and overlaid. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Probably, yeah. With a bit of uh, smudge put
1: on, so you can't see the joins. Poor work. Soft soft focus. Uh, I mean, obviously, they didn't feel that they needed special effects just to tell this simple story of a man letting his wife die outside his house.
0: <laughs> and then twist, dying himself uh, through karma kind of thing. Karma's, karma's a bitch, etc. Yeah, I'm sorry. Effects one. Okay.
1: I will give it a two. Oh, okay.
0: Heading towards generosity. Double your score, cool. yeah. There is one more thing we have to look at, and that is the acting. Acting.
1: You've got a guy whose only acting job here is to cry continuously for the length of the movie. Paul Bleach on himself. I mean, that must be challenging. Uh, although, obviously, he's corona-proof now. Yeah, this wasn't great, was it? No. Great acting
0: from the birds. The birds dropped from the heavens uh, oh, yeah. towards the end of the movie. Yeah, I thought the birds did a very convincing job of being dead. After Alfred Hitchcock and the birds, who doesn't like some scary birds in a movie? everybody loves them so so that was an uptick uh but in terms of human actors i don't know i mean lexi did a little bit of hysteria when she was banging on the door kind of thing let me in let me in let me in and he was doing his not by the hair on my chinny chin chin stuff and then he he started crying for a long time as you said
1: uh and what can, I, I mean what can i say a three and a half maybe it was a very understated performance from the Mexican Gardener, who, by the way, halfway through the movie, just fucked <laughs> off, doesn't he? Where just did goes, he go? I'm just going to go now. Oh, right, okay. Where did bye. he go? <laughs> we don't know. Went to his family, didn't he? That's what, what he was saying.
0: Ah. So what was in there anyway? What was he in there for?
1: Yeah, oh, exactly, he's... yeah. Oh, oh, God, I've got to stay inside. Please can I come and stay? Oh, right no, here? I don't. I'm going to go now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> See bye. See you. So, right, bye. <laughs> Uh, I think the I idea was was the idea that he's watching this husband and wife going through this and he realises, oh, I should be at my house so <sighs> my wife can leave me outside to die So we missed the entire point
0: of his leaving but that's a very, that's a very good reason to leave, I guess, isn't it? It's to see the light and say, hey you know, ultimately my relations are more important than myself. If I have no relations I have no life, so off he went Yes, but I, I don't think the movie really conveyed that very well Okay. Well, I'll
1: give this a three also.
0: Also, okay. So there is one up mark or one uptick I'm going to give. And that was, you know, ways to budget for having no visual effects. And that is (laughs) radio voicemail phone calls. Just remember that trinity of saving money. Don't do it visually. Go audio-lingual on this, which is something I can really appreciate. So I'm going to mark it up for that. It's a
1: story about the only family in Los Angeles that doesn't have a TV. Have a TV, yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, so for that, I'm going to mark
0: it up one mark in in total, which takes it up 0.25 in the final score. Uh, So, my final score, Richard, is uh,
1: shockingly bad 2.5, I'm sorry to say. I will give it a three. This is definitely in the don't recommend. (laughs) It doesn't even have the uh, advantage of being entertaining in it being bad, does it? Or comically bad. No, there's nothing. No, No, it's... I'll tell you what, it's not comically comically bad. It's not B-movie bad. There's nothing outstandingly awful about it, other than everything just being kind of drab.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's kind of... It's a wet winter afternoon of a movie, isn't it? There's just nothing really happening here.
1: So... So, yeah. Gosh. Well, that's lockdown for you. That's what we've got <sighs> to look forward to. Oh, I was hoping to feel released from having
0: talk, talked about it, but I don't. I, I feel the weight of this movie is still hanging upon me. Better just, choose know. another movie then, Paul. Any sense of closure. Here. Okay, well, let's close this chapter and move on to next week. Uh, and, Richard, I have a choice of two movies to present to you. I don't know how you're going to feel Woo-hoo! about this Oh, yeah, choices. Yeah, okay. And number one is Coherence from 2013. And number two is Valerian and a rather
1: large city from 2017. The problem here is I'd quite like to see both of these movies. Would you? I would, yeah. I think both of them have got exciting-sounding ideas. But I'll tell you what I am going to say. Go on. Uh, Because this is so old-fashioned. I'm on tenterhooks in a different era with old-fashioned telephones and polythene bags and things I'm going to go as new as I can here so I'm going to go for Valerian yes oh wow nice. okay, I'm
0: going to I'm going to watch it in my Peugeot 208 because it's a French movie and I think it needs some French ambiance oh ah,
1: oui très bien
0: now Valerian's got a really big city it's not just a large city it's a very large city it's a city of a thousand planets apparently
1: that doesn't seem to make much sense. It doesn't, does it? a it's continuous a very French <laughs> a Continuous conurbation, <laughs>
0: megalopolis of planets.
1: And not even planetoids, but planets, full-size planets. So. Well, I'm going to have to see how this plays out. I must say, I don't really know much about this movie, although I know it was like, I mean, I think I, I've probably seen a trailer. Yeah, but I couldn't tell you what it's
0: about. I'm, I'm not sure either, but I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be wearing quite shiny sort of uh, space, not spacesuits, but sort of jumpsuits. Futuristic. <laughs> There's lots of futuristic metal, metal metallic jumpsuits being worn. It's
1: I am like rubbing Barbara my hands, hands together in anticipation. Yes,
0: I'm hoping for some Barbarella action here. It's French. What do you expect? Good. I don't know well, say that kind of thing. Is that classes being seriously racist these days? I'm not sure, really.
1: Well, look, food, cuisine has a national characteristic. Yeah. No one would say that there isn't such a thing as Italian food or French. Food. What if I say the traffic's bad in Rome? Is that racist?
0: It, it, oh, that's it is racist. just
1: poor town planning, isn't it? Well, no, no it's, that-
0: it's well, I, I am making an essentialist argument that somehow it's due to Roman character.
1: Aren't it I? is due to the Roman character because they is. they built their city without much regard to traffic yeah. flow. Yeah, so that's it's the racist. Romans- it's racist, but
0: true but about people who are fundamentally pretty much the same colour and the same culture as me. So is it race? Is it in the rules of modern society? I think we need to be clear about it. Somebody needs to sit down and make this clear. Can it's I say nationalist, that isn't it? It's nationalist. I don't know if it's nationalist. I mean, uh, surely is it allowed
1: anymore? No, no. Is it not? You can't say the traffic's bad in Rome. Well, you can on this podcast. This is a safe space, Paul, for you and your, <laughs> yeah. I'm and your views. <laughs> I'm not
0: complaining about it. I, can, I can't.
1: I just want to know, can we say the traffic's bad in Rome?
0: I'm happy to go either way. What's edict. the rule?
1: Infinite diversity and infinite
0: combination. What is the edict on this? What is the modern day edict? Richard, you, I, I Don't ask I, me. I turn to, well, I turn to you because you see more of a with, you know, modern contemporary Western culture. I've been out here for 20 years. I've come back. I am but a yokel. I am but a but a hillbilly. I do not know. And I, I need some direction because it's, I'm not complaining about the direction of modern mores. It's just... It seems very nebulous, you know, more always, morals and morals always were, but it seems
1: increasingly unclear as to what I can and can't say. So please give me some direction. Do you think people view you like they view other Chinese travelling people? You know, the people who go to the buffet <laughs> and get all the <laughs> crab minute, legs. No,
0: no, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Now, Chinese people are a different colour to us, Richard. I really can't say these things. <laughs> I'm clear about that. I know that much. I know that much. Yeah, no, it's not that uh, people don't know I've been in China. It's just, it's obvious that I'm I, my my memory of how to behave in this country is somewhat outdated. I don't know.
1: I mean, enough of this. Uh, well, yes. until
0: the next podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm really sorry about that. Cut all that out, Will <laughs> Richard. So, where can we see Valerian? Oh, now you, I, I did know before. I think you certainly can see it on Prime, maybe on Netflix. I'm uh, one of the two. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> Okay, shall we start again? Okay, Paul, where can we yeah. see Valerian? The city well, of clouds. I'm, I'm glad times. you asked, Richard. I'm really glad you asked because
0: that's something that's information that I do have to hand. Uh, we can't see it on Amazon Prime, but we can see it on Netflix. Unfortunately, you'll have to pay what a little bit of money, I think, to see it on there. On uh, Netflix,
1: Netflix, you just get it if if you're a subscriber. Surely, do you know how the world works, Paul? It's come off amazon it seems to have come off netflix i'm glad oh, you shit. had this information at your fingertips <laughs> i'd hate for you to see what well, like no, you're you talking about <laughs> it's on it's amazon come prime. off netflix and amazon no it's not it's, on it's amazon not prime. it is oh, all right well not. if it's not on amazon prime you can because rent it from google play at three pounds or youtube or youtube also same price okay wait a minute God, Google search is
0: crap. Because normally it tells you if it's free on Amazon. Okay, let's start again, Richard. Well, cut this however amusingly you want to. Okay, uh, I'm glad you asked me that, Richard, because I do now eventually have that have the information <laughs> in hand. It is available on Amazon Prime. And if
1: you're subscribed, it's completely free. Hooray! Until yes! the next time. Okay. I think, I think the music is coming. Paul. In three. Two. A two. A one.